across the board, across the board, across the board, all across the board. Goes across the board. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Across the Board. And in this episode, we're going to cover the NBA draft, some World Cup coverage, and talk about the latest three hip hop albums that have come out that have sparked some buzz. So let's first uh, go in that order and talk about the NBA draft. Of course, all of us here are Cavs fan. It's me, John. Uh, it's me, Colton. Okay, dumbass. And, um, of course, all of us are Cavs fans. We got Colin Sexton. But, uh, let's start at the top of the draft. Um, how did you guys feel? DeAndre Ayton going number one, Marvin Bagley going number two. Everything seemed pretty normal until number three when shit went crazy. And Trey Young was picked by Dallas, but then traded, um, to... Atlanta at number five. Or sorry, he was he was picked yeah, Luka Doncic was picked number three by Dallas or by Atlanta and then traded to Dallas for Trey Young. Uh who are some of your guys' winners, losers? What, what do you guys feel about the draft? Um, I like DeAndre Ayton going staying in Arizona. You think he's the best? Um no, I don't think he's the best, but I think he's the best for Phoenix. Okay. Um Marvin Bagley, I hope he works out for the Kings and the Kings just don't ruin like another center's career. They almost ruin Cousins' career, I think. Um, but uh, I really like the Mavs move to get Luka Doncic. Um, I thought you hated Luka Doncic. We came out of the whole podcast. Okay, listen, him? listen. I watched the video. He was funny. <laughs> he was funny, alright? So I was just like, alright, he's cool. You know what? So now he's going to succeed? Uh, yeah, especially because he's going to learn a lot. From Duke, uh, Duke. <laughs> learn a lot from Dirk. Um, he's going to play with Dennis Smith Jr. I think mm-hmm. that's going to be a, a really good tandem. Um, but I like Trey Young going to Atlanta too. I feel like it fits him. I feel like it makes sense. Mm-hmm. They need a score, so yeah. Uh, what about you, Casey? Uh, I definitely like seeing Colin Sexton go to uh, the Cavs. That was a good pick. I honestly wanted. Lindell Carter Jr. Right. But, uh, yeah, <clears throat> it was crazy to see uh, fucking Trey Young. They, I wish Luka Doncic had maybe went to Atlanta. It would have been a cool, cooler scene to see Atlanta actually become a better team. But <laughs> maybe Trey Young can do it. Wow. I, I mean, <laughs> he, just, listen, he just said Luka's better than Trey. Like, I mean, it's true. Straight up. You got to think about it. Uh, Window, he went to the Magic, right? Uh, no, um, the Bulls. Chicago. Who, who got picked by Magic? Uh, uh, Mobamba. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if I really necessarily like that pick. Really? Just, I, I've heard so many people not like that pick. I just don't think... And it's not for the Magic. It's more for Mobamba. Right. Like, I, it sucks to see Mobamba go to a team <laughs> like that. Like It's going to be like Shaq and Dwight. He's just going to play his rookie contract out and probably leave. You think so? I mean, yeah. They, they got Vujovic, uh, right? Vujovic. Vujovic, yeah. yeah. They got Vujovic, Aaron Gordon... Um, Aaron Gordon. Jonathan Isaac, Mo Bamba, no guards. <laughs> I, th- I, I think, who did they have as their starting point guard? Is Am I crazy to say it was Shelvin Mack, right? Something like that. They don't have any guards. <laughs> like, yeah, they have length. They are probably the longest team in the NBA. Yeah, probably. It's, it's going to be, they're not, they're going to play perimeter defense by still being at the three, or being at the free throw line. I think, um, I honestly think they could have traded up and got Trey Young. I felt like Trey Young would have been a good spot for mm-hmm. um, Orlando. 
but you know, I'm glad the guys did get caught on sex tonight. So how was he? Was he your favorite? Because um, I think we all said on this pod on this podcast that we preferred Colin Sexton over Trey Young, and um, yeah. I think we were all in. We were all pretty big fans of, of Colin Sexton. Casey was a little bit bigger fan of, of Wendell Carter Jr., which he was picked a pick before. Maybe we would have gotten him if. But I know that the Cavs worked out um, Colin Sexton. Unfortunately, he hit I believe it was forty four um, shots out of one hundred and eleven. Colin Sexton. Oh, yeah. So he still needs to improve his shooting. But they said that they loved his energy, his motor, um, his personality, and his competitiveness. And they said that him as a person really won them over. So that's uh, I'm excited. Um, even if LeBron leaves, when LeBron likely leaves, do you think that this has helped our chances of getting LeBron, or hurt it, or just stayed the same? Um, I think it helps it more than it does anything because I mean, if you really think about it, um, trading that pick wasn't going to do anything for the Cavs. <laughs> Besides, get them to exactly where they were, like, you know, literally in the same spot, but without Colin Sexton. Now you just have this other player that doesn't, you know, guarantee they're going to resign. Mm-hmm. Now you have Colin Sexton who's going to grow with Cleveland no matter what. If they trade him, right. I don't know. But um, I think it helps Cleveland more than it does. <clears throat> I, I don't think it necessarily hurts Cleveland, or I don't think it helps Cleveland. I just think, uh, you know, Colin Sexton isn't like, one of the biggest players to come out of this draft. It's mm-hmm. not like he is like, I mean, he was top prospect, but right. it's still at the end, he's, he's just like slept on. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to be slept on, but also at the same time, I don't think LeBron James is just sitting there like this. This is the next guy. Mm-hmm. I don't, and like I don't necessarily see like Colin Sexton as like the next guy mm-hmm. that's going to like be the Cavs guy. Like I don't think he's going to be able to come in and do a Kyrie can. Okay. Really, you don't think that? No, you don't think. When he played with three players and dropped 45 points, <laughs> you didn't think that was like, man, this guy's pretty good dropping 45 points in college. Right. People right. don't drop 45 points in college right. Right, ever, right. unless you're Trey Young. No, and I, 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 I totally play. understand that, but I I just don't think, you know, I don't I don't think it helps LeBron. I don't think LeBron's looking at him as he's going to be a threat in the league. So I'll, I'll add this to it, is that LeBron had publicly stated that he liked Miles Bridges. I don't know if that would have helped us if we would have drafted Miles Bridges. I don't know. I mean, if, if we're being fair, LeBron has missed on some prospects before, like Shabazz Napier when he was begging the Heat to draft him. He was out of the league in like three or four years. Uh, Shabazz. Um, uh, who else? Oh, fuck. oh Tristan Thompson. Uh, uh, he he has, you know, reportedly um, begged the Cavs to uh, give Tristan Thompson a big deal, J.R. Smith a big deal. Um but you could also use a counterpoint and say those were guys that helped us win the 2016 championship. And would you rather be paying these guys for a few more years and if you won that championship? I, w- I would do that. If you told me, hey, you could, uh, you have to pay these guys and they're going to be overpaid for the next two, e- next two years of their contract, or the last two years of the contract, but you will win a championship in 2016, I would have taken that. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, I don't know if, Collins right up there as my favorite uh, pick from this draft, just because I I don't think he's gonna be like the next Kyrie because I think that's putting him on literally like I don't that's you have to be in the top eight NBA players in the world if not Kyrie might even be in the top five to six. Um, 
So that's a lot of pressure on him. And I'm not going to put that on Colin. But um, he's a gamer. I see him. Like, everyone uh, has projected him to be like Eric Bledsoe. Um, and he's gotten, like, those those type of comps. The guy I kind of seen him as was a guy that came out last year. Dennis Smith Jr. That's, I, I saw his game so much like Dennis. He was a, a dude that needed to improve his shot. And De'Aaron Fox, too. They're incredibly fast. They need to improve their shot. Uh, like Dennis Smith Jr., he's got a great vertical. Um, and like Dennis Smith Jr., he has this, like, very... He has a, a huge confidence and a huge swag to him um, that he's going he's going to certainly be one of the leaders in the locker room in the next few years. And he's he's not afraid of these NBA guys. He's not afraid to go down to lane. He does need to improve his shot. Um, now, if, if Colin... Uh, is our guy? Do we trade and and LeBron leaves? Do you trade Kevin Love? Um, do you trade Kevin Love and pretty much go look? We trust the process. Next five years, we're gonna suck. Hopefully, we accumulate. Draft well, picks. I feel like they could get a, a better guard or another forward out of Kevin Love. So the rumor is Kevin Love. If we're able to trade Kevin Love and and. Maybe, you know, someone else who knows a, uh, a Jordan Clarkson, even though it would be hard to, to take Jordan Clarkson's uh, contract off, George Hill, whoever, and um, get C.J. McCollum. Would you would you trade Kevin Love for C.J. McCollum? Yeah. I would, too. I would rather see the, the Cavs have a better bag for it. Yep. I mean, to be honest, like, I know Tristan Thompson hasn't played his best, but he gets when, it done. When it when it comes to to high pressure situations, he's he can succeed, and I just still think he has growth to do as a player. I I would like to say that like people have said that Tristan Thompson's contract is one of the worst in the NBA, and he's getting paid like half of what Chandler Parsons is getting paid. So like, Definitely. he's he's not the worst contract in the NBA. He's getting paid like sixteen and seventeen million. Is that overpaid? Yes. Is that probably less than like Tim Hardaway Jr. and he's a better player than Tim Hardaway Jr. So it's like. I think that Tristan Thompson, he showed up in the playoffs. He did not show up in the regular season. I think that like his um, value is kind of uh, under underappreciated, um, just in the sense of talking about him as one of the worst in the league. Um, so then the Knicks went Kevin Knox. Um, when they could have went, the big the big story was Michael Porter Jr. going to fourteen. What do you guys think about Michael Porter Jr. slipping all the way to 14, to, to Denver? Uh, it makes sense, and I actually like that pick for Denver. I think they, with the 14th pick, you get a shot at some player that is very injury-prone. Not, I don't say injury-prone, but like he has a serious injury with his back. Yes. And I think it's it's a steal for them, but it also could suck because if he doesn't turn out, mm-hmm. you know, it could be a big loss for them in that first round. But I, I could see him being a really nice piece for him, and they needed a forward because Wilson Chandler is just good. Right. So is there any, like, picks that you guys didn't like? No. Th- this draft kind of seemed like... What happened for, was right. For, for the most part, I mean, like, you well, know, you, you got the Dallas situation, and then, like, Mo Bong was the Magic, which was a little weird. But for the most part, it was kind of like... This is what people think, and that's what happened. Yeah, it would have been nice to see Obama go to New York. That would have been—he's from Brooklyn, right? It, w- it would have been great. Like, and that's not, like not even like Brooklyn though. Like to see him go to the Knicks. Yeah, 
play with Kristoff. Oh, no, no, he grew up a Knicks fan, so it, it, it would have been terrific. Kristoff will be hurt. Now, um, they did say, the Denver uh, Nuggets president did say that he does not know if Michael Ford Jr. is going to play this this year. Is he still hurt? He, yeah. Yeah, he's still. And that's the thing is they said that when he walked up to the draft, when, you know, they have the draft stage, yeah. he couldn't walk up the stage. And this is a huge, like, remember Joel Embiid had a very similar injury and he came back from it. But I think the, the thing that Denver should do, which is what Philly did, was just be like, Lil, bro, we're, we're shutting you down. We're shutting you down for a year. You get everything right. Then try to become the guy that everyone projected you to be. I think that's the smartest thing to do with with Michael Porter because if he continues to try to play like this, he's going to hurt his career and he'll probably be out of the league in a few years. Right. Um, I I, th- I think the draft kind of went um, really similar to how people projected it. Um, I think that there was a lot of reports that uh, Charlotte was pissed that the Cavs got Colin Sexton because they, they were winning Colin Sexton. Um, I swear to God. I swear to God, if we try to trade Colin Sexton to get Kimball Walker, like they were talking about, I'm going to be pissed because I don't want Kimball Walker. I want a young guy, Colin Sexton. I want someone for the future. Now, Kimball Walker, you know exactly what he is. Right. You're not you're not getting any like potential out of that. Unless LeBron James has called up the Cavs and been like, I want Kimball Walker, then fine. I'll take Kimball Walker because we get to keep LeBron. Um, what, what do you guys think about Mikel Bridges? That it, scares me. I don't know. Getting traded... From Philadelphia, his whole, his mom works with the Sixers. When he got traded, yes, he got traded to Phoenix. So Mikel Bridges, you know, small forward out of Villanova from Philly, his mom works with the Sixers, and he has this big moment where they have him interviewed, and he's like, "It's so great to be home." His mom's like almost in tears. She's like, "Yes, you know, she he's a part of our Sixers family. He's my family. You know, he's Sixers family. It's it's everything coming into one." And then a few picks later, he is traded um, so that the uh, Suns trade uh, Philly Zaire Smith and uh, Mikel Bridges goes to the Suns and the Suns get DeAndre Ayton and Mikel Bridges. I think the Suns got it. I, I love Mikel Bridges. I'll just say that I've had a few guys where they were my guys in the draft last year. It was Jason Tatum. It was De'Aaron Fox, Donovan Mitchell, and Dennis Smith Jr. And for the most part, I've hit. Um, however, I did say one of my guys I didn't like was Laurie Markkinen, and he's actually seemed to be pretty good, so I missed on that as well. Um, some of the, some of my guys from this draft were Colin Sexton, um, Luka Doncic. I support that man. Um, Colton doesn't. I, did, I said he made wait, the video. Wait, so you think he's going to succeed because he made that video? Because he's funny, yeah. Because he's funny, now he's succeeding. Yeah. Um, if he was a dick, I'd be like, man. Mikel Bridges is one of my guys. And honestly, I know there's so many people talking about his defense. Like, he's a defensive liability. But I like Marvin Bagley. And I like Wendell Carter. I watched Wendell Carter eat on DeAndre Ayton. I think Ayton has more talent, but Carter has more of... He's going to be the guy that doesn't leave the gym. He's going to be the guy right. that's, that's there till 2 a.m. I, I think he... Uh, Windows got more fundamentals than Aiden yeah. does. I, I think there's a like there's not really weaknesses with Wendell Carter. Right. And like seeing just how easily somebody can blow by Aiden. Yeah. Kinda, it's kind of well, bad to see. 
It's not even that they can. It's that Aiden doesn't care. Okay. He'll he'll sit there and be like, he he got there. What, what were we doing? And it was like, bro, that was your block. Right. That, that was, and uh, I think that I I literally have never seen that happen with Wendell Carter. Um, He's that guy who's like, hey, whose man is that? Yeah, who's man? Who's man? Who's man? It was you. Um, I'm 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 scared that DeAndre Ayton might not be a guy that switches a lot. Um, however, DeAndre Ayton's main thing is pick, pick and pop, and that's what Devin Booker loves to do. And now the lineup is going to be something in the sense of Devin Booker playing either the one or two. He's usually a two, mm-hmm. but maybe he'll play one. Um, or they can start Tyler Eulis. Um And then they'll have, they'll have Booker, they'll have Josh Jackson, they'll have Mikel Bridges, and they'll have DeAndre Ayton. And then maybe Dragon Bender will be also, and as that is their starting lineup, that's a pretty good young starting lineup. Um, what I didn't like from this was uh, the Clippers. Because I love the pick of Mikel Bridges at 12. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, LeBron's a fan of him. Draymond's a fan of him. I could see him being a Draymond similar type. Not as good, but it's something similar to Draymond. But then they went and got Jerome Robinson, and he's a guard. And they have, I think, seven guards on their team now. So unless they're trading, I don't understand. Like unless they're offloading some of these guys, I don't understand the pick. And while Michael Porter was there, and they could have just taken, they already have Michael or Michael, whatever Miles Bridges. They should have. They could have taken Michael Porter and just taken the risk, like whatever. You already have a forward, and then you could have the risk of having the top guy in the draft. Right. And Denver, I think, was sitting there going. Wow, we did not expect that he would be here. We're gonna go take him. And yeah, I, I like the pick. How'd you feel about the uh, the last pick? The last pick. The last pick. Who's the last pick? Costas Antetokounmpo. Oh, that's right, Costas. Uh, that's Place cool. For, he, uh, it's it's cool to see him in Dallas. Yeah, um, I think Dirk can teach him a lot. Just like that'll be just crazy like to see because I mean, just as big as his brother. Mm-hmm. They say he's got a better block than his brother. Uh, he has like record games with fourteen to seventeen rebounds, so I mean, he he could be a good fit fit for Dallas. I I like seeing Antetokounmpo's succeed. I know the eldest brother didn't do shit. Right. Um, I I did watch uh, uh, Giannis after the draft. Uh, he was talking on uh, like Instagram uh, live, and uh, they asked him about Mo Bamba. They're like, "Do you think Mo Bamba is better than you?" And it was just a fan, and he was like, who's Mo? And he was like, who, who the fuck is Mo? He's like, Mo Bamba? He's like, hell no, Mo Bamba ain't better than me. <laughs> and he's like, but the kid will be good. Uh, Giannis is hilarious. Um, I wish he would have went to the Bucks. Honestly, just, just paired him up. Um, but, you know, then again, he, he might want to... Maybe maybe Giannis is going to Dallas. Wow. Wouldn't that be crazy? Now, now there is a... Whole thing. I guess we can get into free agency talk. Is Dallas is favored to get Boogie Cousins? Um, who's someone that you guys would like the Cavs to get if we keep LeBron? And who's someone that you would like to get if we don't keep LeBron? If we keep because if we keep LeBron, we can talk about realistically pretty much anyone. If we don't keep LeBron, we have to talk about guys that aren't the top guys. I say if we keep LeBron. We push to get Boogie, or would you would you rather have Boogie, or would you rather have um, Paul George? Because no Paul, Paul George is your guy. Uh, 
I just don't think Paul George will fit in Cleveland. I just don't think. Why? Because he plays defense? (laughs) (laughs) Not that, but I just don't think with how LeBron plays, I don't think they would match up well. And cool with it. LeBron likes Paul George. Yeah, I know he likes likes playing with him. But I don't think in Cleveland it would work out for Paul George. That's why LeBron teaming up with Paul George would have to be a different team. I don't don't think so. I feel like people felt that way about, like, Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh, but they won two championships, so. Paul George, I feel like Paul George is uh, a younger, uh, not as skilled like LeBron as style. I think I think he's more of a shooter though than a driver, in my opinion. <laughs> right. Um, but I think Paul George would be a really good four. I'd put him at the four. Why wouldn't yeah. you put Brown at the four? Because I like Brown. You like Brown? Like I, I like Brown at the three. I like him at the point forward. I feel like it, him being a I feel like that's too much of a matchup on power forward almost. I, and I feel like he's getting too old to be playing more in the paint. You, you, say, you so. say that, but he's getting better. I, I understand like, that, but you got to realize he, human body still catches up. But LeBron's well, let's human. wait to see that because it hasn't happened yet. But why would you want to do Yeah, but Father not, Time is losing the race against LeBron. It is. LeBron's the first one but to beat him. We should definitely still consider that like he shouldn't be playing 42 minutes every game this year mm-hmm. you know what I mean yeah so I still think PG at the four is the best and like center I, I feel like Paul George is I don't say is enough of course we have to add more but I feel like Paul George is enough to even just 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 help LeBron if you think about it how many of those games that we lose by like what 10 15 points in the mm-hmm. finals you add Paul George that's an extra like 20 points a game. Right. I think we could do better with Lillard than we could do with Paul I, George. I don't think so. Why? When I you have Colin Sexton. Because then Lillard... Well, stop discrediting Colin Sexton. First I'm not discrediting I feel Colin like you're Sexton. hating on Colin Sexton. But Damian Lillard is proven to be better than Colin Sexton. I mean, yeah, Correct. that is Well, true. technically hasn't been proven to be. He's proven Colin Sexton isn't proven yet. Right. But Paul George is still... I think Paul George would make a bigger impact than Damian Lillard. I just I don't I don't agree because Damian Lillard. Do we, we keep Kevin Love though? To be fair, we would have to trade for Lillard, and we would likely have to trade, trade Love. Love. So we would likely have to trade. Think about it. We have oh shit! I didn't even think about Love still on, the, on that team. I was putting TT at the five, not even Love. Well, who'd you put at the two? See, my my, my deal would be um, is if we got Paul George, it would be Colin Sexton, Paul George, LeBron, Love, TT. So Colin Sexton has a two. No. Oh. Colin Sexton has the point. Paul has the two. That works, too. He that, can play the two. That that way, he would by far be the best defensive two in the league. Yeah. By far. And he's a good enough shooter. And I'm cool with that. Um, I think he's fast enough, too. So oh, yeah. without LeBron. So without LeBron, who's someone that you guys want us to target? Uh, Kawhi Leonard. Who? They're not trained. So They're why, not, why would Kawhi stay? Why would Kawhi stay? Because, I mean, who? okay, I know he wants to go to a bigger team. And maybe he does go to L.A. after this year. But maybe it shows that he can get to the finals easy in the East. And but it, the thing is, it's just like not having LeBron is a major recruiting like factor. It's just like once LeBron's gone, everybody's looking at it like, why would I go to Cleveland? You know? Right. And, like, you can't really blame him. It's not, it's not a big city. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's not a, a home of champions. Right. Without LeBron, like it's the opposite. He, he completes the team, but I, I think, I think it is a possibility that Kawhi could go, but I don't, I wouldn't see it really. I, I, well, it has to be trade. Obviously, it's not gonna. I wouldn't say that 
Kawhi would... It, unless Kawhi said that he was guaranteeing that he was going to re-sign, I wouldn't trade for Kawhi, just because we'd take him on a year. And it would be like the Indiana situation. Indiana yeah. takes Paul George for a year. You know, Indiana trades Paul George and gets Victor Oladipo and gets Victor Oladipo for some years. Now he loves the city and everything, and Paul George goes to OKC for a year, and then he's going to possibly leave and go to L.A., maybe Cleveland, if LeBron stays. Um, uh, so, like, would you guys be open to, let's say, so would you guys rather tank? Or would you guys rather, like, so Aaron Gordon's going to be a restricted free agent, and maybe the Magic don't offer him the max, and we offer him the max. Would you guys rather go like Aaron Gordon, Colin Sexton, Kevin Love, and just try to compete for like an, you know like maybe in the East like a six spot or so, or would you rather just tank and get draft picks? I don't, I don't think the Cavs can rely on draft picks right now <laughs> <laughs> because we we don't always pick the best. Yeah, it, it's a good point. I just. I just think they would have to get players in the league already that aren't doing so hot at their other teams, but they show potential. Aaron Gordon is one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, guys like Eric Bledsoe, like getting mm-hmm. a better point guard or even a shooting guard. Because right. uh, J.R. Smith's getting a little old there. Yep. Um, J.J. I, Redick. I don't even necessarily know if we would keep Kevin Love if LeBron leaves. Uh, if, we, if LeBron leaves, we're trade Love. We're getting, yeah. pick, we're getting picks or a play or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, either CJ McCollum or we're likely going to trade him maybe back to Minnesota somewhere because Minnesota doesn't have any vitriol for Maybe long. if, you know, Kevin Lowe goes back to Minnesota, we get uh, a declining Andrew Wiggins. No. So. No. I don't know. It's too much. He's on like a max. No. I don't know. I, I no. don't see the I want Kevin Butler instead of. I, I want Cat. That's not going to happen. They would say they would laugh in my face by one cat. Cat, right now. Honestly, they would look at us and be like, "For Kevin Love, we'll give you Jamal Crawford." Don't disrespect Kevin Love. But I'm just saying, are they going to give up Cat? Are they going to give up Butler? Are they going to give up Wiggins? They're not. They Butler. might. Get, they might give up Wiggins because he's had some tension in the locker room. But right. I don't want Wiggins. Just because of his contract. Ball. Because of his contract, he doesn't play defense. Okay. And his thing was like, they're like, "Oh, he's going to be a great defensive player." It hasn't happened yet. His right. his prime on defense was Kansas. It's yeah. not been in the NBA. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, he plays a ton of minutes, and everyone's defense has dropped off in Minnesota. Cats has, Jimmy's has, Wiggins has. Jimmy's is still an elite defender, but it's because Thibodeau only plays like five guys. He doesn't switch out in the lineup. So mm-hmm. like all of like the most guys that play minutes, it's like LeBron and then Minnesota, because all the Minnesota guys just. Play like 48 minutes almost every game, and they're just tired. So right. that's going to take your defense down. But still, I don't, I don't want Wiggins. Um, I think, I say, I say, trust the process. I say, I say, fucking, we we get Sam Hankey back as GM, and we literally just do the trust the process, <laughs> and we just try to accumulate draft picks because Hankey's whole situation wasn't like, oh, I know who who to draft. He was literally just like, if you suck for five years, you're going to get a lot of good draft picks. And more than likely, you'll hit on a couple, and then you'll have some stars. And it was a good philosophy. It feels like a third grader made this philosophy <laughs> up, but it's a good. Like now, look at Philly; they're pretty good. And it was if just we like, lose, we win. If, if right, he's yeah. just like he's like, stop trying to get the eight seed. 
You know what you get with the eight seed? Not a good draft pick. Not a lottery. <laughs> and, and you get bounced out in the first round. So, sorry, fans, your guys aren't going to make the playoffs for the next five years. You're not going to have much to root for, but you can just believe. And we're believing. We would be perfect for the team that's just like, you know what? We're used to this. We're used to being terrible. Uh, this isn't really bothering us. Hopefully we get – I just say we suck until 2023 draft. 2022, 2023, we Bronny can yeah. go into the draft. And we just draft Bronny. <laughs> that's that's my philosophy. That's, a, that's not that long. That's only what five years. It's four years. Four yeah. years. Yeah, yeah. 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 he's got to finish high school. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's he's gonna be a freshman in high school. So, um, that's that's my plan. That I just just be terrible. Be terrible. I'm okay with it. Casey came in at maybe the worst time to be a Cavs fan because he got to see success. Maybe then, LeBron stays and he recruits like a team. If, if LeBron stays, you know, then we can talk about Paul George. We can talk about Kawhi Leonard. We can talk about Boogie. We can talk about Damian Lillard. If LeBron leaves, we're talking Danny First Green. Draft picks. Yeah, First yeah, draft yeah, picks. draft picks and Danny Green. You know, I love Danny Green. That's why I said him. But like, CJ McCollum too. Maybe I'd love. I feel like I'd love to have CJ. I don't. I don't think I want CJ if we're gonna take. Because you can't take. You can't take with CJ. What? You don't think CJ? You're, be... you're gonna trade for somebody and make him suffer four years. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. he's not gonna be any good anymore. He's gonna be out of his prime. Body, he's like in the midst of his prime right now. Okay, well that player. that's how we sell tickets. We're like, listen, guys, we got Colin Sexton, we got CJ McCollum, we got a fun backcourt. Wait for us to be good. Hopefully, <laughs> you stay. Did I not give a good pitch to the fans? <laughs> I don't know. Trust the process. That's that's my thoughts. Well, um, so that's a good NBA talk. Well, first, who were your winner and loser of the Suns. NBA draft? Suns definitely won. Suns won. Who do you think, Casey? Uh, I give it to the Mavs. To the Mavs. Yeah, Suns and Mavs. Won. Suns and Mavs. I think that's I think that's right. Also, shout outs to Minnesota for uh, drafting uh, Kata Bates Diop, Kata Big Dick. <laughs> <laughs> that's his nickname. Um, I love him. And I hope he succeeds. I wouldn't have minded him in Cleveland. Um, and hopefully LeBron, I really hope he stay. I get it. I, hunt, I 100% get it. But I hope he stay. So let's talk about the World Cup. Let's get it get it. So we're, we've almost gotten um, all of match day two done. So it's almost the, the end of match day two and some things are shaking out. Um, some teams have already been eliminated. Um, including Egypt. Egypt, RIP Egypt. Who I said was going to make it to the round of eight and beat Spain to get to the round of eight. That didn't, that's not happening. At all. That's not going to happen. Dude. I'm sad. But, um, so who who have you guys been most impressed with? And, uh, Senegal. Senegal, absolutely. They uh, play tomorrow as well um, for their second match day. Brazil's been really impressive. Yeah. Coutinho. Uh, Coutinho's been on fire. Scoring. Uh, Neymar been playing really well. Brazil's just been playing really well. Yeah. Uh, Belgium. Is, Belgium's been Belgium's ridiculous. such a slept on team. Belgium's I don't really think so. Ridiculous. I think, yeah. I, I think they're going further. They, they, they've been called the golden generation for the last 10 years. They, and they, they have a good team year. when you look at them. Every year they have a good team and they fail. Romelu Lukaku, yeah. Kevin De Bruyne, like. Eden like, Hazard. Yeah. Simon Mignolet. <laughs> Our, yeah, yeah. Backup goalkeeper, uh, uh, Michi Bashwai. Yeah, uh, fucking, they, they're just a good team. I think they they can do a lot more in this. I I really expect them to 
Go far. So uh, some some surprise teams have been Russia. Uh, Russia. They, they've yes. they've smacked the entire group. Uh, they'll have Uruguay next up, and it will be interesting to see if Russia is actually this good, or if they really just haven't played a good team. Yeah, I think Putin's threatening their lives. Right. So right. they're just playing. I think Putin's asshole. threatening the refs' lives. <laughs> That's what I think. Um, and uh, unfortunately, Moshala did get his goal. Shout outs to that, but he uh, he's already going to be eliminated from the tournament. Um, Spain, Spain and Portugal. We said on the podcast before, Spain and Portugal had a hell of a game. Um, now they're both on four points. Uh, Ronaldo has four goals. Is he winning? Yes. Um, the the golden boot for most goals. Yeah. Is he winning best player? I don't know. I don't know. I can't say that right now. Honestly, just because uh, Lukaku's starting mm-hmm. to become one of the top guys. Yep. Uh, who's that? One of those dudes on Russia has like four four goals, three goals. I don't remember his name. But uh, Ronaldo's got competition. Even though he's yep. destroying it, I don't think he's going to be the only one. I ch- think chasing. I think the top guys to get the best player, Golden Boot, will be Ronaldo, uh, Coutinho, and Lukaku. I think that those guys have been the most impressive so far. Uh-huh. Um, Russia's team has been really, really impressive. Um, France got their win. Um, Harry Kane has a possibility to win. Harry, Harry Kane saved England, and uh, that was pretty amazing. Croatia is at the top of the group, and we are now looking at Argentina possibly most like getting knocked out. Was Iceland losing to kind of help them, but mm-hmm. also at the same time, I don't know. Like, Well... Now, if uh, now I believe it will be yeah, it will be Croatia and Iceland. If Argentina has to win, but they their goal differential to I guess it won't matter actually. So if Iceland beats Croatia, they have a better goal differential than Argentina. So Argentina would have to score one goal more than Iceland to be tied with Iceland. Um, So really, Argentina has to be rooting for Croatia, and then they still have to beat Nigeria as well. So there's still a a, a chance that we get, that we still get messy there um, in the tournament. How have you guys felt about about Messi? I think he's kind of choking right now, but also he doesn't have that big of a team around him. Uh, You know who else doesn't have that big of a team? Cristiano Ronaldo. Uh, Ronaldo has a, a Ronaldo has a great team. team. Ronaldo, see, Portugal slept on. Th- this like, is yeah. Slept uh, on for they, they won the Euros with Ronaldo hurt. I just want to stay. Yeah, they beat France in 2016. That game would have been without Nani. With yeah, and I think that I think Portugal is one of the most underrated teams. You pick Portugal to win. Hey, <laughs> I, I, for Ronaldo. Um, and Messi, if you watch, if you watch the games, man, Messi is passed the ball. Like, they pass it to Messi. There's four or five defenders on Messi, and everyone just sits there and waits for Messi to do something. It's like watching LeBron on the Cavs. Like, they're just like, all right, you have the ball, now go save us. And it's frustrating for me to watch Messi and the whole narrative of Ronaldo, 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 because Ronaldo gets to play free. He gets to play more of a striker. Right. He gets to get the ball to him, while Messi has to make something of it. And it's almost like me watching Mo Salah in Egypt. Right. Um, right. It's frustrating. And I really hope uh, Messi continues really to go through. FIFA. I want to play FIFA too. Y'all would get the work though. It wouldn't even be fun for you guys. There's a TV right there. So. Oh, now there's a TV. Well, there's no cable. No cable. 
Disrespectful. <laughs> um, what what was what was your guys' thoughts on that Switzerland game? Did you guys see any of the Switzerland Serbia game? Um, no, no, I was at work. It was one of it was amazing. Uh, Shakiri with a goal, and then Xhaka to save Switzerland with a banger, which is goal. Uh, it's a contender for goal of the year or goal of the tournament. I still think Dries Mertens' goal with Belgium was better, but um, it was amazing, and it's put uh, Switzerland above Serbia now, they will likely move on. I still hope Serbia does, just because of uh, Marko Grujic is on Serbia, and every team I'm rooting for is just because they have a Liverpool player. Um, Mexico just won today. They have six points now. Uh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Mexico is going to advance, which I'm so happy for. Um, Chicharito, I want him to succeed. Um, Germany just saved... Their tournament by being able to beat Switzerland, coming back from 1-0 down at halftime to uh, now beating them. Sweden. And, and uh, that's what I said. You said Switzerland. Oh, sorry. Sweden. Um, and South Korea is out. Uh, Belgium and England will likely be advancing unless uh, Panama is able to smack England by, like, five goals. Which Belgium I scored 10 goals already, haven't they? Um, they have a goal differential of six. I can't remember... So, I think they scored three there last week, mm-hmm. and then it was five this game. Yeah, so eight. Yeah. So eight goals. They're almost, they insane. almost are tied with Russia and goals. Yeah. Uh, Belgium, and Belgium is actually, like, they have the players that you can see them genuinely winning the tournament with right. Russia. I still am skeptical to see them go past the They're that sleeper eight. team, though, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, however, I think that, that home field advantage does kind of help them. Yeah. And Japan... And Senegal, that Japan and Senegal are the two that I want to get out of the uh, group. I mean, Japan has a chance. They've already won one. Yep. So, I mean, and if they beat Senegal tomorrow, which it's is... not happening. I don't know. Senegal's winning. Yeah. It could be a good game. I'll put five on it. <laughs> yeah. uh, he said no. I don't know about uh, that. Um, so, who do you guys think is winning this tournament now? Uh, We've got to see a lot of games. I think it's either Brazil or Belgium. Or Portugal. Brazil, um, Belgium, or Portugal. Okay, um, I like that. I'm just going to be that underdog and just say I think Senegal... You think I, Senegal's winning? Listen, I, listen, okay. I love it, actually. I think Senegal has a team that has some pretty good scores. Yeah, they have a great attack. I feel like as a team, they're kind of pumped up right now that they're, mm-hmm. they're just doing so well. And mm-hmm. I just feel like they're just going to keep riding that energy. And I feel like no one's going to... They're going to always overlook Senegal. And so that team that doesn't overlook Senegal... That's when a team that's going to stop them, but I don't think anyone will. So I'm going to pick Senegal wow. to get there. I think get it done, but if not, I think it's between like Portugal and Belgium. Well, the bit. thing about Senegal, and like I'm not discrediting anybody on that team, but their group isn't that great. I don't think. No, it's I, not. I, and like I had high hopes for Colombia in this tournament, but they've they've proven wrong already, getting yeah. smacked by Japan. Yeah, uh, Poland kind of uh, they just. Put up the ball to Robert Lewandowski. Yeah. Colombia has been absolutely disappointing. Japan's been a nice story, and I hope Japan moves on. Um, I, I think that Senegal. I think Senegal's going to win the group, and I think that they're going to have a huge. I think they're going to win the group, and England's going to get second. And I, I'm going to be so torn to see who's going to win between England and Senegal. England's um, not in that group, is it? it? Well, England will be in the next round. Okay. Yeah. If if I'd likely, I'm saying England gets second in their group and Senegal gets first in their group, so they'll play each other. If Senegal gets second, they they got to go and play Belgium, 
which, which would be a hard ridiculously to tough. Um, I'm still going to keep the same energy and say Brazil wins it. I do. I do see Brazil going far. They're just yeah. talented team. Like, uh, I think that they got the uh, the ability to uh, etch out games and to uh, they got the guys that can one player. They have so many players that one player can just take over the game, whether right. it be Neymar, whether it be Coutinho, whether when they finally, if they finally start Firmino, because there's there's been some moments, man, where you, dudes have missed some sitters. Firmino's not missing those. Uh, but Gabriel Jesus is is their starter. He's still quality. That is the one thing that sucks kind of about seeing Brazil right now. They have all these, like, shots almost on goal, and, like, they're taking so many shots, but yeah. they can't knock them all down. And, yeah, and like, if they had Bobby, they would. I feel like inside the box, Bobby would, would yeah. destroy it. He would literally no look goal. He's just that good. All Maybe right. they're saving him for last last round, trying to keep his energy up. I think they're just disrespecting him. Um, and then let's let's get into this album talk. So three let's fucking do this. Three about these albums. three hip hop albums have come out that were pretty big. Um, we just did a podcast not too long ago talking about the what, four or five big albums that have come out. There's been so many albums this month. It's been ridiculous. Um, it's been hard to listen to music, uh, obviously, after X's death. Um, but a lot of good music's come out. So, And I will say that uh, most, most of my opinions on these albums are just from what I've heard. So I'm mm-hmm. not going to sit here and say that I listen to all these albums. It's been kind of kind of rough for me to listen to music right now i'm still kind of taking a break but eventually i will hear these albums i am excited for them but as of right now i just don't my mindset but let's on these albums let's talk j-rock's album how do you feel about j-rock's album uh i loved it love well okay so my first like encounter with like the j-rock album (laughs) i was at work and I, I was like, oh, fuck, I was supposed to listen to this J-Rock album because I saw Isaiah had it as his, like, profile picture on Twitter. Right. So I was like, okay, let me listen to this. Um, first track, I was like, nope, don't, can't listen to this right really? now. Really? Yeah, because it just, how it came on, I was like, I'm just not in the mood for this for some Bloody? reason. Yeah, it just, how it, it just hit really hard. And I was like, ugh, I can't <laughs> listen to this right now. So I didn't listen to it for, like, a couple of days. Then I came to work. I was like, all right. I listen to this J-Rock album. We had a lot of work or something like that, and I was going to be busy, so I had time to actually listen to it. And I loved it. I loved pretty much every song on it. Um, I think my favorite song is probably Troopers. Okay. Um, if it's not Troopers, it's oddly that song with Jeremiah. Tap Out? Yeah. That song has gotten a lot of criticism for uh, J-Rock trying to go uh, more mainstream. How do you feel about J-Rock getting a little bit more radio play, if he does? What's wrong with that? That's that's my feelings. Yeah, like let bro, like you know, let bro eat. If yeah. he makes good songs, let him eat. I, I I would have a problem with it if it was a bad song. Just like if he made his regular music, but it was bad, I would still have a problem with exactly. it. Exactly, but this is good. It's a good. It, song. It's a good song to me. It's a good song. I like Jeremiah. Yeah, and, and it was it was oddly good them two together. Yeah, um, I loved I loved the bloodiest for what it's worth. Knock it off was great. I think knock it off could also have some radio play yeah. to it. Um. Yeah, uh, ES Tales. He had that like um, the Mario like sample yeah. in there. That was great. Um, tap out. Yeah, with out of sight, out of mind is probably sight, yeah probably my favorite. Um, broke was one of my favorites. Um, 
Redemption with SZA, man. Anything SZA's yeah. on. SZA's just terrific. Um, what do you feel when, about... When, 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 when. Yeah, he's actually pushing that as one of his singles as well. So I think it's Tap Out, um, Out of Sight, Out of Mind, um, The Bloodiest, and When are his, are his singles. He should. I, I mean, I feel like he should post his whole album. It's so, it's just, the replay of it is just so great. Like, I can listen to this on repeat at work all day. It's just so smooth to listen to. It gives you variety. I feel like J-Rock was just so fucking versatile with his flows and how he approached every song. And every song is, like, completely different from the other. And I just really like it. And I, I think with the criticism for J-Rock going mainstream is I think that there's a lot of people that don't want everyone in TDE to be to be big. They kind of want someone to, like... They kind of want to be like, oh, I like J-Rock because, like, I'm the underground Yeah. Guy. And I think they're upset that it's just, like, everyone in TDE is doing well. Yeah. Just everyone. Everyone that, does well. That roster's almost flawless. Yeah. Like, Absol had a hiccup with these days. But but, but he, he came back. He came back. So I think it was cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's definitely a really tough roster. I feel like there's nothing you can really do. Don't don't fuck with TD is really. Yeah. Uh, don't do it. Um, let's talk about let's talk about Nas's album Nazir. Um, obviously produced by Kanye West. Uh, Kanye's featured on the album. Um, you get a the dream on there quite a bit. Um, how did you feel about Nas's album? Um. I like the back half of it, like last eight songs, the songs the most. Kind of hard to say the back half when it's seven songs. It's like, <laughs> well, yeah, I it's know. A, it's like a, uh, it's like a smart car. There's not really. It's just, it's just it. The back seat is <laughs> the back seat. The back compartment, right? The back compartment of the wheel. it was a lot better. Yeah, it was. I th- I feel like it was just a lot more like that, like Nas. Yeah. Like, I liked like it just sounded Illmaticy really. Mm. But I honestly think that. Kanye just outproduced Nas's rapping on this. Really? I I do. I think Kanye just fucking just it was so good. The, his production was great. And don't get me wrong, like I liked everything that Nas was spitting and saying. Like he said a lot of shit, bro. Mm-hmm. But I definitely think Kanye was just kind of was locked in. I just feel like Kanye was on the tear, and I feel like he has probably the best production on Nas's album. Mm-hmm. Um. Wait, you, so you think of all of the projects he's so, released, Kanye, that's the best So, so all right. So this, because how clean it is. I feel like a lot of the other stuff wasn't as clean as this one. So I this is... Because Seagulls has the best production, even from what I've heard from Nas's. So, oh, okay. So you're saying out of these projects. Yeah, out of the okay. ones that Kanye's have produced in the last month, or dropped the last okay. month. Okay, so let me ask you this question, because I'm interested in here. Do you think that this is the best Nas album based mm-hmm. on production? What's no. his best album? Based on I still like Illmatic. Okay, for the production. I was just I was wondering because there's a lot of people that are like Nas can't pick beats, and no. I'm like you just don't like boom bat beats. Yeah. Um, he's like got like DJ Premier on there, which one of the most legendary DJ and like fucking trash. It's not. It's not fucking. It's not a banger. Um, I still think Nas's best album, personally to me, is Godson. Um, that's still my favorite. It's probably Godson. Where Where does this rank in Nas albums? For you. I don't know. I still gotta sit on it because I still don't like the first half at all. Like it's you don't like the first half at all. It's rough to get through. Man. Cop shot the kid. With, with yeah, I don't like that. I don't like that sample. The sample is really rough for me to listen to. Not for radio. It's great. That's like it's like vintage Nas. Him and I, I, I mean, yeah, but that's not. I don't want to hear vintage. Escobar season. Yeah. Are you just, done hearing Escobar season? I'm never done hearing Escobar season. I I just wanted to. 
I wanted the back half project pretty much as, as a full project. Just more like Kanye going crazy on boom bap beats. Mm-hmm. And that's it. But like, I I don't know. This would be a great podcast in itself to do like a not ranking Nas's album. And you know who else we could do that with? Tiandre. Well, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. We could have DeAndre join the podcast. He definitely do that musicians. for sure. I, yeah, I meant like someone else that we could oh. do that with. But oh. shout outs to DeAndre. We still love you, bro. We need you on the pod. Come back. Um, but we could do that with Jay Z, who just dropped an album with Beyonce called The Carters, um, and it's it's so good. It's Wait, it's so good. Us, what's the best song on it? Because me and Casey have not listened okay, to Okay, so I love Ape Shit. I love it, and it's mainly Beyonce on the song. And then Jay just kind of comes in with a verse. Um, and it's it's terrific. And then uh, Nice is uh, another. It's just such a good So they're not feeling. doing tracks like Drunk and Love? No. Right. Well, I mean, like there's, there's, there's similar vibes to it but it's much more like ape shit is like them literally going ape shit right like it's it, it's got this like I feel like drunken love is more like for the radio this it's is just like, like for motherfuckers that love hip hop is this like Jay and Beyonce's watch the throne yes yes I think that's exactly I how think, you should put it I think that's how like a lot of I've heard like a lot of people perceive it yes and like what's crazy is is a lot of people in the hip hop community from what I've seen love this album yes but like as like appealing to the masses and like people just listening for solely Beyonce, there I hear a lot of people saying they're saying this album is trash, and I it, it makes me excited for the album because <laughs> why is that? Because it's not often like when he dropped Magna Heart, uh, Magna Carter Holy Grail. Yeah, like nobody nobody really buzzed that album, and right. like I remember waiting for that album so long, and it was just like damn. It wasn't what you wanted it to be. It was produced by Timberland most of the way. And it's just like, damn. But to know that, like, Jay is back on top of rap and actually given, like, his perception mm-hmm. of life now is kind of cool. And, like, the same thing with 444. Like, right. I bet that this album has something to speak for. And I'm not a big fan of Beyonce. Uh, Why do y'all hate Beyonce? It's not that I hate Beyonce. I'm just great music. I I just it's not me, you know. And uh, but I'm still excited to hear it. Maybe it'll change my opinion. See, uh, Jay has some lines on the album, like uh, on Ape Shit. He says, "I say I said no to the Super Bowl. You need me. I don't need you. Every night we in the end zone. Tell the NFL we do in stadiums too." That ball, it, right? It's st- like Jay still got it's still vintage Jay. You got Jay or uh, Hova Beezus, Watch the Thrones. It was maybe a slight shade to uh, to Kanye. Yeah, that I won't say this is better than Watch the Throne because I haven't sat with it as long. Uh huh. But there's still I think Jay right now is just in a zone like four four four. It's the thing I've said most on this pod- podcast. All What I talk about is Machine Gun Kelly, 444, Jason Tatum, and X. And those are the things I talk about on this album or on this podcast the most. And 444 is my favorite album. But he's still, and this isn't 444, but he's still got that like vulnerable Jay. He's still cocky Jay. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's been absolutely amazing. And I think with all of these albums, like, I, I love all of these albums that have come out. Um, yeah, they've all been really good. It's I feel like people are still kind of like 
doubting hip hop and how like great it can be. <laughs> well, to be fair, a lot of the projects that came out aren't from our popular artists in this generation's music. I, we've been getting a lot of our our, our kings of rap. Or, that's or, a good like, point. Historians, like bro, like because we got Jay, we got Nas, we got Kanye, sure. which which Kanye was the only one that I didn't. I didn't really like And we got we Drake's it. album coming in a couple of days. We do have Drake coming on the 29th. Yeah. Um, and then we got Black Thought. And yeah. all they're, of the... All of, well, I guess not J-Rock. J-Rock's not that old. Our like, newest yeah. kind of generation is ASAP. Like, ASAP yeah. is the closest yeah. to like... ASAP and, yeah. and Stalin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, both great. Um, both great. But, like, I think this has been the best month for hip-hop in a minute. It just shows that still, like, even though these guys are running the waves right now, that the Kings will hold it down no matter what. Yeah. I, I, I still think there's a tier that some of these guys have to go and try to get to. Right. That, uh, in particularly with me, what I thought was, like, Jay and Nas being right. like, nah, I still got this shit. It's good to uh, catch a trend, but these guys that are coming out right now hold the music that is a lifetime. Which is... They bring out classics. Would you agree with that, Colton? What? That these guys, uh, come, like Jay, like Nas, um, are making like timeless music while others maybe... We, we have a lot of artists that keep coming and that, uh, that fade away and that Jay and Nas are kind of showing that what, what they make is timeless hip-hop music. Um, I, I mean, of course they're making timeless music, but that's why they're so around because they are making timeless music. And I, I don't really say it's fair to like say people in this generation are making timeless music yet because they've only been around for, you know, five years, six, maybe. But like, you got to give them time to actually like see where they're at in like ten years. If mm-hmm. they're so, if they're still around, yeah, yeah, they're. I feel like their music gonna be timeless. I, but if not, I don't really think so. I was just trying to make my point more on the New York versus Atlanta uh, situation. Uh, <laughs> Podcast is over. It's done with. I'm just, I'm just stating done that, with. like, as we talk about Jay and Nods, and then they just can come out and just be like, there's levels to this. And um, T.I.'s not doing that. I love T.I., but, like, he's not doing that. Right. He's not coming up and being like, when I want to, I'll drop out with you. Bro doesn't have a good label. Hey, he's got a good label. Yeah, he does. He's I got a good label. I don't know. He, he can't keep anybody. He makes them into bigger artists than when they leave. He's yeah. like Southampton. Iggy <laughs> <laughs> Azalea? Like, I feel like he's in T.I. Iggy Azalea. He had about. two chains at one point. Like, Travis, Travis Scott. Scott. Yeah. Like, you lose these kind of artists. It's kind of like, yo, what are you doing? Yeah. It's like he knows who's coming up, but obviously, like, like, I love T.I. T.I. is, like, one of the first ever rappers, like, I listen to, but I don't think his record label, of all these artists who have record labels, like Kanye. Who's who's the best record label right now in hip-hop? Good best. Music. Nah, fuck, no, it's not it's TDE. I was about to say, I think it's TDE. It's, yeah, it's yeah. either it's TDE or Dreamville. Dreamville, like, in terms of numbers, TDE is better. Dreamville, you could argue, has even better artists. J. Cole, Boss, Cos. J.I.D. Just see him do an album again? Like, yeah. I think Collaborate's on, on Dreamville. Yeah, he just, um, I think he signed up. I'd love Collaborate. People I think ASAP's going to have the best group albums. Really? Collaborative. Yeah, I, th- I feel like they've already proven it. Who's, you, who's your second favorite ASAP member? Is it Ferg? Or is it, or I mean, maybe Rocky Ferg has to be your the second best. Hmm? Ferg has to be the second best, or even first. You think Ferg's better than Rocky? First, 
Ferg's last album mm-hmm. was amazing. Ferg's last album was better than uh, ASAP's. No, and this album. Oh, hold on, hold on. I I didn't hear that clearly. What was it? Ferg's last album is better than both the albums that ASAP touched. You're a fucking high, dude. I swear to God, no. you're like. Wait, no, wait, wait, wait. This is the last two albums, oh so not his debut, god. not ASAP's debut. Yeah, not, wait, not, not. So you're talking about testing? Oh my god, Casey. Okay, to be fair, testing wasn't like elite. Testing was still. Oh, I feel like it, it, was nice. was. it was nice. No, I feel like it was. I feel like it you was. think it was elite, but I, I feel, feel like yeah, that's right. You did like we like talk second. about a lot. Like Ferg had a more personable album. Ferg mm-hmm. talked about a lot of things that better than me. Better, I I think so. To me, mm-hmm. I'm saying that and for what you want to listen to, right? And okay. and Ferg is way more dynamic on these last this last album than ASAP's last two. I'm I know experimental is not dynamic. Dynamic. Yeah, it I, can I, be. It can, but it can be. also not. Be. But you're acting like it wasn't dynamic at all. You're telling me that ASAP Rocky album wasn't dynamic at all. It at was, all. but I don't think it touched Ferg's. You're kidding me. I'm not. <laughs> he said I'm not. Literally, Twitter has been roasting Ferg for this album since he's dropped it. I don't give a fuck what Twitter thinks. Right? Who gives a fuck what Twitter thinks? I mean, I'm just saying, like, you're definitely Twitter an also loved popular opinion. Twitter also loved the album yet. Was that, a, was that a good Kanye album? Listen, we'll listen I'm okay with having it. one unpopular opinion. That was a very compared to like opinion. your like seven that you've dropped in right. the last like two. You've dropped a lot of them. I feel like opinions. mine are a lot better than that one. That was just not. I'll say, I'll say that my issue with Ferg's last album. There's so many goddamn features. That's what's so and all of his features were better than him. No, don't say like Yachty's feature. Yeah, Yachty's like, feature is better. Who, Famous Dex. Who, who was a better rapper? Stop. stop. Whoa, Dude, Famous Dex made Okay, so, come so you, you have an unpopular opinion, Casey. Yeah. You got a crazy hot take, though. That's Cody. not a crazy hot take. How are you going to say Famous Dex had a better feature? You, 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 he you, made Rainbow Shot a lot better than what Ferg made it. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. No. You're lying. Nope. I'm not. No. That Ferg album wasn't good. Ferg had the, the chorus. Ferg. The like chorus Trap is hard. I like Trapwood. Oh, Trapwood like is a lot better than... Uh, I still strive. I, I think so. Yeah. Trapwood is a lot better. No, I, I disagree. I think. I feel is... like you disagreeing with that is... I, I feel like that's kind of weird that you don't think Trapwood is better than still striving. He's allowed to have an opinion. I know he is. But just let, 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 him, let him talk I, about I, it. Why is it better? Now I'm on your side. Because... <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. I, I feel like still striving was like, like you just learned more about Ferg and like you had a better connection with Ferg. I feel like the features he had were uh, were amazing. I don't I don't think Trap Lord did that for me. I think this was just Ferg popping off. So you like personal albums rather than I do like, like personal I, albums. And then, but there are songs on Trap Lord like the song he did with Bone Bone Thugs. Oh that so shit good. was amazing. But I I still feel like. There was a lot in this in Still Striving that there wasn't in Trapport. I think that Trap Lord is better because I, I will actually disagree and say that it's more personal because you got too many fucking people on Still Striving right. that it just didn't, it felt like we just got, I mean, we got some bangers. Um, Plain Jane was on there. Plain right. Jane was terrific. But I think that we just got too many people and it's not the, I get more excited when I see Bone Thugs, Waka, uh, who else was on the album? Yeah, there Rocky, was obviously. Um, I mean, if you're being honest, think about it. Playboy Cardi. I've listened to Madman for Playboy Cardi. 
Why are you listening? Because I'm not listening to Ferg. Who's listening to Ferg? I think a lot of people are listening to Ferg. Why Bro, are you when you said this Ferg? album dropped, like I remember you. Uh, it was good, but then I listened it. to it again. I was like, man, it's not that good. Man, you disrespected. You were saying Casey was disrespecting Colin Sexton. You're disrespecting Ferg. No, because like, I listened. ASAP Rocky on Mattress had a better feature than Reverse and. I think ASAP. I think Rocky's better than Ferg. I think. Uh, I think Nando's and Tango were really good. Mm-hmm. Um, Dave East definitely killed him on Olympian. It was just. It was. I feel like it was East Coast remix. No one's going to talk about him and Buster. Well, East Coast old. remix. Everybody him and Buster. That yeah. shit was hard. Yeah. Um, don't get me wrong. It was, I just don't think it's as good as you're going to be, in my opinion, in my opinion. My bad. I kind of attacked you. I, I felt, some, definitely I, I felt some kind of way for some reason. About I that. just I don't, don't want, no one, no one's so, going to talk so about. So here, here's, here's the question I got. Like, why, why, why are you listening to like his album for Playboy Cardi and Famous Dex? Like, how do those guys make it over what Ferg is saying? Cause I'm going to be honest. Those guys don't say shit to me. Like, I mean, I don't, that, that's I don't cool to you, but like, I'm not also not listening to a Like they just album. sound cool on the beat. I mean, yeah, I mean, I like to hear that. I like to listen to that. Not everything that Ferg's going to say, I'm interested in. So, so do you, like, what, is that, like, what you more listen to hip-hop for? No, I feel like, oh, so you're trying to, oh, okay, I see. No. I mean, you just asked you if you were posting alone. Yeah, yeah, I think I'm not, I'm not saying, <laughs> yeah, you tried to turn this around. No, because you know what, I mean, obviously know what kind of music I listen to. But right. if Playboy Cardi and fucking Lil Yachty sound better right. on the beat than... Ferg does, and he. Ferg, I don't Ferg think be so. saying spilling whoa, fucking whoa, whoa. crazy ass shit, but if it doesn't sound nice or good, like I'm not, I don't want. What's your problem with Ferg on the beat? I'm saying if Ferg's not on the beat saying anything I want to hear, and it doesn't sound good, but if I'm listening to Yachty and he's saying, uh, th- that's what I'm asking. What makes Yachty sound better on the beat than Ferg? I was just using an example. Okay, I wasn't saying that. So Ferg. what make? But but you did say that about Dex uh, and about, Playboy. Yeah. What makes them better on the beat than Ferg? I just like. Do you not like them. Ferg's flow? Do you not does, like like. Famous Dex ad libs get it for you? Is it, <laughs> like, does he go from a uh, yeah uh, to a whoa? whoa? I mean, I still like it. There's nothing wrong with right. exactly. It's my opinion. So no, no, right. exactly. But, but exactly how, how you attack Casey right. and asked him to state I feel why like it sounds better. We we need your your reasoning on this. My reasoning on yeah. it is that Berg was kind of boring. I don't. I hundred percent disagree. I, from, you from, can disagree, but okay. I feel like Berg was just more dis. Rubber Man Man was good. I like. What about Ferg was boring to you? Or like, are you saying like his technicality, like his flow, his his I feel lyrics? Like his, yeah, I feel like his like, flow hasn't really kind of like developed lately, more than what I think it could have. Been. I feel like the 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 reason that I don't think Ferg was boring is out of anybody in ASAP. I feel like he did the best tribute song to Yams. Like to be fair when Yams died like when they did Yamborghini High like it's a cool song but it wasn't a tribute it wasn't like it wasn't they weren't saying anything about Yams right and that's that's something I'm like I really hate about tribute songs like people are like putting these songs out and like you know those are their homies so like it it is kind of hard for me to speak on that but it it's kind of sad to see like when you're just like rapping about the same shit you know and but like when he was rapping on Tango like that was some of like the yeah, the deepest shit. To like hear. I said, I like Tango and Nato and all that. Like I feel, I mean, I'm not saying this is a bad album, but I feel like saying this is better than Testing and um, Allah. I feel like that's kind of a stretch because I feel, I mean, Rocky like on Purity fucking spill his guts, bro. And I feel like, right. I mean, Rocky still spit, and the way he put the album together is sonically, 
musically, melodically, with everything, especially with that like Kodak Black like phone call. I don't, I'm not even a fan of Kodak Black, and Kodak Black didn't even have that great of a verse, but how he put that song together was just like it was great. I feel like ASAP Rocky has a better touch on his music than ASAP Ferg does. I'll say he has a little production. Maybe. I feel like just making his album sound a lot better than Ferg's. I feel like ASAP Rocky does a better job at that. That's what I'm saying. That's I like listening. If I can listen to music. And maybe the, all the lyrics aren't there, mm-hmm. but like somebody like Frank Zappa, he's an amazing guitarist. But his lyrics, he's literally talks about poop and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, like, you, you're fair with that. So like, I, I feel like that. saying that okay, Ferg was saying something. Yeah, personally to you, you can like that. But personally to me, if Aesop Rocky makes a great musical album, mm-hmm. I'm gonna like that more than Ferg. I couldn't disagree with you more about what you're saying because I feel like you're you're undermining Rocky's lyrics. I, I don't have to say Rocky's lyrics. I told you Rocky is phenomenal. I'm just yeah, saying but, that. But you, but you gave him everything, but then you were like, but you're, you're. I think you're giving Ferg the win on lyrics, and I don't think I'd agree. I'm not giving him, but like Casey was saying that he said more shit than Rocky, but like Rocky might not have said anything personal. I was just going off of like why I liked Aesop's Rocky album a lot. So you're not looking for lyrics from Rocky? I don't have to, but if they're there, they're going to be there. Okay, but that's not, that's not like the first thing that you're looking for in Rocky? That's what I notice about Rocky after his production, though. Mm-hmm. Okay, you look for his... See, with me, Rocky, the first thing I go to is his flow. Yeah. yeah I think Rocky's got one flow. of the best and most versatile flows. He's like a, he's like fucking like Giannis or something. He can switch. Right. Uh, but, um, no, nah, I, I think that, to me personally, I think Rocky is better than Ferg. But I can see why Casey didn't love testing. Because I think that Rocky... I still think it's a great album. I think Allah... I think Casey's underrating Allah. I think you're overrating Testing. In my personal opinion, I think that they were both very experimental albums. I think that Rocky had too many songs on Testing that he really tried to experiment on. And it kind of left me falling asleep sometimes. He just missed on some of them. Sometimes he had a great hit. Um, I think that Allah kept me more engaged Mm -hmm. with his experiments. Because I think Testing had a lot of experiments. And maybe you don't have to experiment with, like, every song. Um, But I still think his first album is better than anything Ferg's ever come out with. I I can see that. I understand how you feel that way. Uh, Do you you agree or disagree? Yeah. I I don't agree that it's his best album. I'm not saying it's a bad album either, but... It's do you just, think Ferg still has like? Do you think Ferg's gonna get better, like better than? I, I, like, I he think he keeps getting better. I mean, that project he released in between was just like, all right, who knows what's gonna happen. Always strive and prosper. Yeah, that was the one that had like Skrillex on there. And, mm-hmm. What yeah. was that? What he he dropped that like veggie tape or like food something. tape, mm-hmm. something. Yeah, that that's when I kind of like, I was like, all right, I don't know about Ferg because it was. But I, I do think along with ASAP's just passed out. I do think he's he's getting better. Who, Ferg? Yeah. I feel like... I, I, I believe that too, man. Aesop... Aesop... You just called him boring. Who? Ferg. I'm, Are you talking about Rocky? Yeah, I'm talking okay, about Rocky. Okay. Yeah. Um, I feel like Rocky, like, if he would... He exper- he wants to experiment all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he didn't experiment on his first album. Well, I feel like at that time, he was still... I think he was in his pocket. Right. Yeah. He knew what he... I feel like he, yeah. he doesn't know what to do right now. And I feel like he doesn't want to remake... But the reason, like, that first album is amazing is because, I mean, we had fucking One Train on there. One Train. One Train. We were literally just talking the other day, like, One Train is, like, that's a hip-hop, like, call-up legend. Like, that's just, like... For sure. 
you don't get those kind of like features from even the artists he had on there like mm-hmm. like Danny Brown's verse wasn't that bad like I could, yeah. <laughs> I could still look back to Danny Brown's verse and it's like damn that shit's not that bad yeah the yellow didn't have a terrible verse. yeah and it's just like the the most boring verse for me is just action bronze I was I, I think I agree with that because it's just like I don't like yellow's verse just because how country he gets just like, yeah but because like Crit doesn't even get that country yeah, Crip, Crip, Crip wins. Yeah, Crip, oh yeah, Crip, yeah. Crip God legend. Can, can we can we rank that real quick? Who, who do you think? Who do you think everyone did the best? Uh, so it goes Crit, yeah. Kendrick. Nope. You don't think so? Yeah, I mean, go ahead, do your list. Crit, Kendrick. Uh, all right, who else is it? So we got Yellow Wolf, Danny Brown, Joey Badass. Jo- Joey. So uh, Crit, Kendrick, Joey. Uh, yeah, disrespect to Rocky. Rocky, honestly, Rocky, Rocky, like it's not like he was top verse though. And then it'll probably be it would be like a tie for Yellow Wolf and Rocky, just because like I feel like like they're just right there. You disrespect. Me. I don't think so. And then it goes Danny Brown, and then yeah, uh, Action Bronson. Um, I think or Colton, go ahead. You know, you're because you you out here. Did Rocky have the best verse to you? Not the best verse. Definitely crit. I think it goes. I like Joey's a lot. Yeah. Uh, damn, bro, this is so hard. Uh, uh, I think I'll go ahead and get my ranking. Yeah, go for it. I think it was Crit. Okay. Um, I think then it was Joey, because I remember I was still in high school when this song came out. It leaked like six months before the album was supposed mm-hmm. to come out. Me that and Keanu were really excited about dumb it. Early and. Um, then I think that it was the first time where, before Crit came in, I was like, damn, I think Joey got Kendrick. I think Joey had the second best verse. And now I think it's Kendrick. And then I would probably say Rocky, Yellow Wolf, Danny, Ashton Bronson. I agree with that. Wait, where did you have Rocky at? He was, like, tied right there with Yellow Wolf. So you were, I mean... Mine was only one above you. That's where it should be. Should you were saying you were like so you were like saying Casey was like, like out here disrespecting. Like what he, he was tying, he was tying it. I don't want to tie that. But I, I, I like you can't it. say that Yellow Wolf didn't have like everybody on that song pretty much did their thing. I'll give him that. Did action? Other, I, 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 but I'm not a fan of Action Bronson. I like Action. I Bronson. think Action Bronson shouldn't shave his beard. First off, because <laughs> oh, he, he can't about his fucking beard. He, he, he looks like a, a baby doll just with swoosh head. Um, but I don't. I feel like his verse wasn't terrible. I just feel like it just wasn't that great. I don't know, man. Maybe maybe Danny Brown's his last. For me, is that bitch pussy smell like a penguin? Wouldn't put that shit on my worst name. Bitch, when I say this, I'm. Like, I'm the meanest. Oh man, that shit. Kind of, that shit. Like no. when I listen, like bro, like I listen to that verse and I get in, I get into that shit. That shit, I give it to Danny Brown. Like that's like a Danny Brown verse I fuck with. Out of most of the ones he releases, I don't know. I don't know about that. Um, but I think we can all agree that uh, Crit fucking smashed. Crit yeah. destroyed it. Yeah. I didn't realize that we were gonna get into a big ASAP conversation. It happens. So it's is Ferg your second. That's what this whole conversation. I feel like I feel like who is gonna top for right now? Like, do you think Twelve E and don't disrespect? Don't disrespect. But like, I'm at. I'm not disrespecting it. But are you saying what? 
You gonna say twelve? I'll say twelve. Yeah. Are you just doing it to be controversial? No, I'm just. What's doing your it. like reasoning? I uh, doing it to I, be controversial. <laughs> <laughs> I literally thought you were going to say twelve. That's why I asked questions because I think he has more of that like two nine vibe. Yeah. Why? I don't know. Do you? Th- is Ferg Ferg, like- Ferg's still second to me, but it's close. Yeah, Ferg, Ferg's definitely second. I can't. Know. I just don't think the other ASAP members get their music pushed as well. They I, don't. They don't at all. They don't. How long? How long did it take? And and twelve to drop shit. I mean, it's not even about them. Dro- they drop shit. It's just like nobody wants to listen to it. Like they don't push it as well as they push their own albums. Because I, I feel like everyone knows that. Like, but it, you could go the same thing with like Joey Badass and Pro Era. Like nobody. Like yeah. it was Joey Badass and Capital C's, yeah. and you know. You, you know, I'm here fucking Nick Caution. Nope. Dude, I'm. Your, Kurt Knight? Kurt, they're. No, uh, Kurt, Kurt, Kurt Knight. Knight. I'll give it to, but not. Nick Here's the thing about Kurt Knight. People sleep on his music, but he's becoming a well known producer. Yeah. Because he produced most of Still Striving, which was another cool thing that I yeah. like. Like, like yeah. Kurt Knight might not get his chance on these verses, but. Like, I think. I still am going to say Aesop Mod definitely puts out the best collaborative albums. Out of any group? Right now, yeah. I mean, TDE hasn't really came out with well, anything. Yeah. That's... Who else has a... I mean, Revenge of the Dreamer mixtapes, I prefer. But I feel like that's something to say. Because, like, no, why Why aren't there groups putting music out like that? We don't got... It's like in wrestling, bro. We don't have stables. We need stables in wrestling. We need groups in hip-hop. And we, it's just better. What about Flatbush? Yeah, you're disrespecting Flatbush like that? You're not a big fan of Flatbush. I mean, I like Flatbush, but I don't think they're on ASAP's level with albums collaboratively. I'm telling all the Flatbush fans. Let them hear it. Come at me. No, don't come at me, because I feel like you guys would kill me. <laughs> don't do that. Just wait for that EST mixtape. That, that EST that ever out. comes out. So is this it? We got the... I think that's a pod. You we got, we got the pod. All right. Well, um, have a good one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the worst outro of all time. Okay, thanks for listening to our podcast and us bitch and moan about everything that we like and don't like. Yeah. Is that better? Across the board. Across the board. Across the board. Across the board. Across the board.